Thanks for listening to this special episode of Fluff and Crunch, in which Chris and I talk about the first releases on the new 2D20 World Builders program on DriveThru, which actually happened to come from us. Thanks for listening to Fluff and Crunch, where we talk about the connection and sometimes disconnect between system, setting, and story in tabletop RPGs. Hello, Chris. How are you doing today? I'm not bad. How are you, Jeremy? You're not bad. Okay. I'm, I'm doing well. Actually, uh, really, this is our first special episode where both of us have, uh, have been on it. I, I did a, a quick change when we, um, when we changed to weekly instead of every, every other week. I just did a quick drop that said, hey, we're changing this. And I think there was another one that I might have made some kind of announcement about or something. But this is our first deliberately joint special episode that we're using. Was it when you did the Discord? Did you did do a little right. one saying, hey guys, we've got a Discord? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. I call it emergency fluff and emergency crunch, just in case. Here's a reminder, people. We have a Discord. People talk on it. That's right. And by the way, when are we going to start posting these YouTubes? Right. I, I thought we were going to do it for the start of the year. Okay. So we're going to do that. So those of you who are watching this only on YouTube, you now know what we look like, one. And two, recognize that the podcast, wake up, wake up. Try um, to get up camera. Don't you put caffeine in your tea over there? Come on now. I don't drink uh, caffeine. What? I don't drink caffeine. No tea. I don't drink tea. I hate tea. Tea is awful. How I, are I, you British? I, 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 if I don't drink tea, I only drink coffee very well. I had a cup of coffee yesterday because that was the only, I wanted a hot drink and that was, the downside of having like, like this, this way I have this, I have what we call squash. So it's, you know, orange liquid in a thing. And I put the, I boil the kettle and do that because I don't like tea and I'm not really a fan of coffee. You are challenging my view of that, which is British, but we can discuss that some other day. Even I mean, m- most people in the UK now, it depends on a lot of I've, the majority of people drink way more coffee than they drink tea. I would have okay. thought in this country. Um, me I like certainly drinks way more coffee. Although coffee um, has become something else, really, hasn't it? Well, yeah, it has actually. Because like I had, what did I have? Yeah, I had a, I had a latte yesterday, and I added caramel to it because if mm. I'm drinking coffee, it's, it's not having just not coffee. It's like sugar. <laughs> it's Ugh. having stuff in it. No, 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 no. Thank you. Uh, anyway, so I'll put this up. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you a know what we look like, and b recognize that the podcast version I will trim down. So that when you're just listening to us, we'll sound really punchy and uh, and very eloquent. Uh, here, you get all the stumbles and staggers and uh, you know ramming, you know, stubbing toes on furniture and things like that verbally. But anyway, special episode. We're going to talk about what we are doing and have done because both of us now have done on the uh, the two D twenty World Builders program that is on Drive Through RPG. As of this morning, that is the 19th of January, there are three, count them, three items by community publishers on uh, drive-thru. Uh, and two of them are from us, one from Chris, one from me. Um, and then there's a third one too. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit too, because if you're listening, you should go take a look at it. Uh, it actually looks pretty cool. Um, so anyway, let's talk about that. Why don't you start? Because you, you oh. You dirtbag! You beat me to the punch. <laughs> so, little bit of little bit of uh, 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 behind the scenes type stuff. 
the last for the last I mean for the last while you know you and I have been talking about different things once the 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 terms of this program were released all the different things that we wanted to do and I had been putting some work into that which I ended up releasing and uh and then when it happened last Wednesday, I got really excited and I stayed up late a lot uh, for the last week. And I, I converted an adventure that I wrote. And we could talk about that. And then I wrote down, formalized all the, from this collection of notes, this very basic streamlined uh, uh, set of rules on which I'm going to build. But I, I put all this together and my goal, just out of silly, not ego, but just like silly competitiveness, like I'm going to be first. And you got there first, you creep. Yeah, we had this conversation on on Monday, kind of like I said, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and see if I can do something. I was like, yeah. you know, I might get out before you and I might not. Um, to be fair, like I came, I I did a tiny bit, I did a bit of work on Monday night after we talked. And then on Tuesday, I didn't manage to get onto it. And actually I came back from work on Tuesday and I worked on art for your project. Yes, and thank before you. Before I did it, before I did any writing of mine, um, and then I managed to write and finish mine off, so I, I uploaded it. Um, I, I basically did something quick and nasty because just to, just to throw back to when when Cortex Cortex Plus when Cortex Plus. So this is before Prime. This is a good ten so years. Well, I'd say ten years. It probably isn't ten years. When Cortex Plus came out, I was the first person to release things from that. In fact, I think there was only three things ever released for that. Two of them were mine. Uh, and now it got discontinued. Um, but I was like, if I can release something, I want to release something, and I want to be first. Yes. And, I, and I managed it. So I released well. something on. I released something on Tuesday night. But like I so said, a couple of weeks ago, I said like I'd wanted to work on some of this. What I was hoping is they would say, "Here is the guidelines," and it will become available like a month from now. Yeah, not, hey, so it's I, available now and we're going to talk about yeah. it in a couple of hours. They went, it's going to launch on Wednesday and we're going to drop the rules and we're, Chris is going to do it, not me, Chris, Chris Birch, Chris, yeah. is going to talk about, you know, some do an FAQ. And the whole thing I said, is I didn't want to work on something before that point in case that I started working on something which I then couldn't use. And that was what I didn't want. I didn't want to work on something and then some weird rulings said that, you know, they owned my IP yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to do work and then have to undo. It's just wasted and stupid. Yeah, I'm with you. So I did. I, I wanted to. I so I I sat and I had ideas. There was things I wanted to do. Um, what they did release had still has got me. I mean, people are still you know saying look, at the end of the day you can't copyright mechanics. And I was like, I think you can draw a line between basic mechanics and you know. Sh you know, anyway, actually, what, I will include when we talk about let's let's table that stuff. Talk more about because we're going to talk more about OGL. Our next yeah, formal we'll episode, we're going to talk about the OGL War of 2023 and th this next campaign in it. Um, so I, I, what I did, I'll, I'll do mine. Then you can come back to what you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, tell all us I about. First, so, so like, tell right. us about what you did, why, what's in it, and we're going to have links to it so people yeah. can go. Uh, I was like, what can I, what can it. I do quickly? I was like, I'm not going to because I knew you'd like you were going to you had this a big adventure and you were going to you would do a bunch of rules. And I was like, well, I'll, I'll have a look at the SRD. And I was reading for the SID and I was like, no, it does. It, you, the SID is almost playable. It has got very clear. This yep. is this is how characters work. This is how combat works. This is the equipment section. Um, this is you know how you can create character, everything. And it had NPCs and all sorts. Um, and because initially I was like, oh, I want to see what the template's like. So the first thing I did was like, I looked at they, they give you a, an InDesign template, which I do not have InDesign. 
Um, but I have something called Affinity Publisher, which I think probably I can get to load InDesign, but it might be a bit faffy. Uh, and that can load the PDF template, but then it was awkward to work on. And then they had a Word template. And I looked at the Word template. They were, oh, I'm going to see if I can mess around with this Word template mm -hmm. and put some stuff in it. So that was my first one. I was like, can I actually work with the Word template? And actually, the Word template worked pretty well. Yeah. There's terminology in the Word template, which doesn't seem to be matching with my version of Word, which makes me think the terminology they're using about styles is actually relating to InDesign not to word possibly and yeah, actually the word template that i opened commented it it, it it spoke about a different uh program to use it i think they just had copied stock language yeah. into the uh the word um, template but i managed to you know follow their instructions and my and my thing basically looks like a template even to the extent of i wholesale took one thing straight out of their template because it turned out what i ended up doing um needed i was like oh they've given us an apc in the template and i was like oh, i could use that in piece i just kept yeah, it and I, i've said that in my credits um so i threw some art in i have i have a, a history of since i've been doing dungeon masters guild of, of creating art in daz so i have this catalog of art i've created it's it great. so i was like right what have i got i can use well, i've got a couple of art things and i can use mostly what they've given me in the srd and i was like right i'll do a really basic not fully cyber you know it's cyberpunk in the sense of in my head, in my head can it's cyberpunk and the characters were created for a cyberpunk game. Um, and I've essentially taken as everything in this is stolen. Um, the idea there was a, no, 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 a no, 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 it's not stolen. You were inspired by inspired by there there's go. a for a bunch of different versions of Shadowrun, I'm aware because I don't know, I may have run it once. There's a, a starter like quick start thing for Shadowrun. It's a one one scene thing called, I think it's called Friday Night Firefight. Yeah. Friday Night and, Firefight is the combat section in Cyberpunk 2020. Yeah. Um and Oh, that's where I got the name from. But there's a, like a scenario where it's just you, you guys go into a, whatever they call a 7 Eleven, um, and stop some and rob. Other people come in and there's it. a big gunfight. And I've basically taken, I've taken that. So you're in a, I've said, insert a convenience store of your thing. I looked, I was trying to find a convenience store map, and the only, everyone I could find wasn't Creative Commons. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not messing with taking everyone one, knows what a stop and rob looks like. Yeah, I was like, everyone's going to know what a convenience store looks like. So this isn't really an issue other than having to put zones in it. Um, so I, I literally wrote a one page, I wrote a one page thing of these, are the rules are going to, I basically like, look, use the SRD and here's some other things you need to consider. And then I did a very straightforward page of you, you go into this convenience store. There's a clerk. I literally have taken rules, some things from clerks. So literally when you go in there, the clerk's guy says, I'm not even meant to be here today which I think he says again later. Um, and then some gangers come in and start causing trouble. And then I've written for some things. What can happen. And then I put what well, I like, I put some threat spends in there. I've said that you can spend threat to, you know, smash the window, shoot yep. the clerk, um, have the, have something explode and drop liquid on the floor. So it's slippy. Um, and, you know, you can spend, you can spend a ton of it to have private security or the police turn up. Uh, and then I've, I've done some stats for, I've taken, I think they had stats for a gang member in the SID. So I tweaked that because I think when I did it, I didn't realize they had that. Uh, I put stats in for security guard, which I just took their bounty out and changed that. And then I actually, originally I was going to say, make your own characters, but I did actually stat four characters. So it became a quick start. Originally it was going to be yeah. just like a one, a one page scenario. And it's become kind of like this little quick start thing. So there's not a huge amount in it, which is why I've put it up. And we might have a conversation about this at later. I put it up as pay what you want because re the reality was um, I wanted to be first. <laughs> you won. <laughs> I wanted to be the first person out there because uh, I was for Cortex and I wanted to be first again. So I, I was first. So I could always say I was first. Um, I have sold a, a few. I think I've had something like, last time I checked, I'd had about 30 downloads and four people had actually 
paid money. Um, and I think I said, pay what you want for like 50 cents. Cause I was like, look at, you know, realistically for the amount of time it took me, you know, this, and this is the thing we have to work, you know, we'll, we'll really yeah. need to do an episode of it, but you know, it, it did take me a bunch of hours. And then also it's got art in there, which also took me even more time. Yeah. And it's that awkward thing of, you know, to work out a price, I really need to write. Well, if I'm hoping I sell X copies and anyway, we, yeah, I think we should do a whole other episode. Um, so that's what I did and it's up there. So yeah, feel free to go and have a look at it. And if you want to pay nothing, um, I'm totally cool with that because it just gives me another download. I know people are reading it. And part of the thing I was hoping is people will see this and go, oh, this is what you can do with yeah. 2D20. Um, so, you know, I'm not, I'm not bothered about making money out of it. I'm more bothered about maybe people who want to play 2D20 and don't know what to do can actually take this and go and take the SRD and now they can join the 2D20 universe without having to play, you know, Star Trek or Conan. Um, yeah, so I yeah, think, come back I actually think that there's room and I'm glad that you did this. I'm not glad that you beat me, but there, I sorry. think that there's room <laughs> for, <laughs> I, I could have moved faster. I, I, anyway, uh, you know, 2D20, offers and and i mean regardless of of version okay uh dune conan whatever i mean dune is far less mechanically granular but i think requires a lot of thought at the like conceptual and abstract levels to really get your head around it conan and infinity there there are more fiddly bits to play with i i think it comes out in the wash in terms of like overall time it takes to get your head around the system but that said, I think there's room for these deliberately limited introductory materials that say, here's, here's one way you can do things with this system. Here's like, it's just a fight. That's all it is. So all we're focusing on is the most fundamental rules uh, of the combat system. That's it. We're, we're not farting around with anything else. We're not, you know, back up the dump truck and pour it on the players and say, do you get it now? After the GM sits there, it, you know, GM's biggest mistake in introducing a new game. I'm going to show up with a PowerPoint presentation and talk at my group for 95 minutes and expect them to take notes. So yeah. I, I like the idea that, you know, you just put something simple and straightforward and deliberately limited. It isn't, it, it, it doesn't purport to be the next big thing or the great American novel or whatever. It's just, this is what you can do with this. And by virtue of doing that, you'll get to know this aspect, this dimension of the this system. I like that. So kudos to you for getting there first. But, yeah. It's a great deal. I think so one I, thing I'd like to do is actually, cause I put in this like, Oh, you know, I use what I would consider to be the 2d 20 SRD core rules. I think I'd actually like to release that, like go through the SRD and rip out all of the alternate stuff and just have, this is how you make a, like base characters. This is how the base combat works. This is how base skills work. And release it as a document. This is like you know base. This is a base two D twenty generic thing. And I'd put that as pay what you want because although it would take me time, I'd only be cut and pasting. I'd do a cut and paste job. I might put some art in for inspiration, but I'd do it as a like here's your basic rules, and then I can put in look and and then maybe I can release another document that says here's how you can take the SRD and here's how you can tweak the other one. I'm going to be know, a contrarian. I'm going to be a contrarian and think that or state that. I think you could do that, and maybe now we're going to ignite a race for people to do that, and and charge for it because you clean up the language to, and not to say that the SRD is is opaque or hard or poorly written. It's it's not, but you 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 clean the language up to make it 
concise, and then you add examples. That's the thing. If I you if add, I just did you write a, notional play yeah. examples, and I think that would be a perfectly valid thing to 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 have people pay for. I, I look, think what I could well do really work, is, you know? is release like a freebie version with no art, just the original text, and all I've done is reformat it into a way that it now looks like a rule book, not yeah. Because like the SID is weird, you know. You read through the SID and it has things in it for, um, for like not footnotes, but like for like clearly they're meant to be in boxes. Yeah. And it says you know box starts here and box yep. ends here. So it, it's it's hard to read as a lot. If you're trying to read the SID as a rule set, it's difficult. Yeah. So just taking that and doing my own one, and then I'd, I'd potentially go right. Here's a narrative version of two D twenty with a bunch of the alternate rules in, and then that would sell for. But yeah, I think if I did an initial version, I'd do one pass through, just getting all the text in, and I'd throw that on and go pay what you want. You can now play with this. This is playable. And then I think I would do one with examples in it and you know some more good stuff in and some art and go right well this one i'm charging for because this one i put examples in yeah. this one actually yeah you, you put know, work into more it. effort in it and even if it's um, not work that per the uh the the program is uh i mean i guess you could get you could be nitpicky and say my little my story examples and the implied world or situations that's my content sure but yeah i think when you when you put work into something, you take the time, especially you take the time to explain something so that it is clear. You provide a couple of examples so that it is clear. Uh, I think that's an entirely valid way of, of that, that's a good reason to say, give me a, a, a you know, nominal amount of, of money in return for this because I've done you a favor. So that's what I did. I did quick and dirty and first. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Um, but you didn't do that. You, I didn't. you, you could have done that. I could have, but I did, but you have, you have, you know, ethics. So what I did was, you know, we, we had a couple months ago, we did that joint episode with bastard quest and I wrote that adventure for them. And I realized was I could just, I, I could translate that adventure into this streamlined and I'll get to what I mean by that in a moment, streamlined version of, of call it traditional fantasy. I'm not hip on the the word traditional fantasy. I don't think it's that descriptive unless I'm talking more over it, but your 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 typical fantasy role playing vibe. Okay. So moving it, not that that adventure was, you know, it it actually wasn't clearly Conan aside from the fact that there was a evil cultist and sacrifice going on. Um but what I did is I took that adventure and I I didn't change the plot but I changed obviously all the stats and uh, I added more to it in the way of scene by scene threat spend suggestions and, uh, and other rules suggestions. So there's that portion of the, the packet. The packet I ended up uh, putting up there is 43 pages long, um, minus the cover and the credits and the last page, which is like closing remarks, it's 40 pages. 11 pages of it is the adventure. The rest of it is my version of the SRD for straightforward fantasy use with some rules tweaks. I, I, it is not directly from the SRD. It's, I took the SRD and I, I changed things about it. I changed some, some of the, the way the rules work. And then I provided a lot of explanation and a lot of examples. I know that's one thing that we've harped on that we wish there were more examples, more like, you know, notional play examples in 
the modifius rule books well i provided for each major type of rule like skill tests momentum or, or yeah skill tests momentum threat movement zones uh combat damage i provided a granular like a paragraph or so of example for each of those rules pieces and the idea was and I, I put on my teacher hat here is to start with the basics and then the next step take those take those same basics and move forward a little bit expecting that the person has taken the time to understand it so I, I strung out I used some some characters actually that belonged to players of mine years ago in a Pathfinder Kingmaker campaign I used their characters as inspiration to build a series of separate examples that build on one another. So that as you read through the examples, it assumes that you understood enough of the previous example, and there's a little bit of conceptual overlap so that you, you keep moving forward and adding to the, your, your understanding of how this version of the rules works. And then I put the adventure in there. I found some uh, free use uh, images off Unsplash. Um, I included a, a, a zone map for the final encounter and um i got a couple of npcs and and villains you know enemies whatever you want to call them using the stat blocks that were in the uh the srd material the rather the templates and then i include four player characters and a two-page rules reference that cool so you can print those out and the, the thing with the player characters one of them is a spellcaster now, I don't explain Ooh. how I went about determining how spellcasting works. That's to come. But I, there is a, a workable spellcaster with three spells. Um, and yeah, yeah. So there, there are some things that anyone who's played 2D20 is going to have no problem running this. Um, and there are some tweaks that I put in there to the rules that I, I personally think will hopefully make the game feel a little more like just a simple traditional like fantasy game. What my plan is over the next couple of months is to release, for the most part, it'll be pay what you want, short resources. Like I'm gonna stat up some different you know, monsters. I'm gonna stat up some more spells. Uh, I'm going to add to um, some of the character options. I mean, it creates some more uh, player characters and creates some more NPCs, things like that. So I will put those out, which will then supplement and add to these rules or this core set of rules, which I, I'm going to grow. I will end up writing a follow-up adventure so that if the players want to do something really ill-advised, like climb down in the pit at the end uh, and explore, I'll have that. And uh, the goal is then to use those to keep me on track to writing a full rule book, which, will, which I think will actually have a, a, a default setting in it so that I can copyright that. But yeah. I just want to speak, because I know, I know you want some help with this. And I know the yeah. minute it comes to settings, we, could have, we would have so many. I can kind of say, okay, right, here's what we're doing. That half of the planet, that's your half. Oh, right, this right. This half of the planet, this is my... And there's a tape out. line? Yeah. There's a tape line between them? Um, I, we always had that when I did it with, with Scott and Brian for our 5e, when we kind of went back and said, well, we need to, kind of, we need to come up with kind of like world rules of what things do and don't exist. And there were certain things like, you know, firearms and 
certain races where they both went no and i went well i'm having that and we went where well, can be in different regions that's fine and then when we started like having to put characters in the other world and i had to keep sneaking my stuff into their parts of the world <laughs> just insidiously weaving my way we'll into figure it, it out we'll figure it out but yeah i i so i'm i'm excited um i have to admit that uh I'm a little leery of people being like, you suck, or that sucks, or, and I know there's going to be people who, 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 look, who read what I wrote and they, they don't like my, my take on it. I, that's, that's fine. I have to accept that. I'm not expecting you know, some kind of ego stroke, but um, it's, uh, it's the first time I've done something like this, like put something out there like this with my name on it. Um, I have things that are published, but they're, it's not the same. So... Uh, so my wife was like, you better do it. Don't like write all this and then find some stupid reason to chicken out. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to do it. So she was very happy that I, I told her that I published it. So, yeah. yeah. Well done. Because I think that's actually got more page count than a good chunk of the stuff I've ever written. I've had I just got, you know what like, though? Honestly, I like writing. I actually enjoy writing. I used to like writing research papers in graduate school. And, and I like I just, writing I like stuff, it. but then I also like publishing stuff. So that I kind of like, I've, I've, you know, I've worked on really small things. So all my DM stuff and my the Dungeon Master Girl stuff is things like, you know, it's a new character race. And then I'll do more than that. So I'll stick a, like a, some extra weapons and some backgrounds on. And so, it, you know, what could have been a half a page, it ends up being, you know, four. Um, and then I'll do, you know, I've done some like subclasses, you know, but like a warlock subclass is like a page. So I'll do a couple of them instead of just releasing one, I'll release like, you know, the three and I put it in one. And the biggest thing I did recently was I did a whole bunch of elf sub race, but even then it came to, you know, yeah. I, don't think I've, I don't think I've released anything more than 10 pages. Um, because the minute I want to, I deliberately want to go, right, I'm going to work on this relatively small thing, which I know I can do in this span of time. And then I can release it and then I can take a break. Yeah. Um, I know if I was working on something big, well, my worry about working on something big is that I will get bored and then it won't get finished. Yeah, that's that. Well, I've that's wasted why, all my time. That's why I'm, I'm holding my own feet to the fire by committing to publishing these deliberately shorter, more limited pieces that'll just be fragments. They will be useful fragments to supplement these rules. In other words, if you buy this, the, the PDF that's up there right now, the Judas Priest, if you buy that, the things that I'm going to pump out over the next few months, you will be able to use with the rules there, either because it's just something like more spells or some monsters or some more characters, and there's no addition to the rules, or they will be pieces that will add to and start to flesh out those rules. Those rules are entirely playable. Uh, there's, there's nothing missing from them in terms of the core of what you need to play that adventure. And for a moderately creative GM to come up with some other things, I'll add those other pieces, like I said, and add slowly bits and pieces to the rules over time while I'm developing the whole shebang. Now, what do you think you're going to put out next? I just wanted to come back to your one thing before I answer that. Um, cause obviously I haven't looked at yours yet cause I'm, I'm still waiting for my, um, your invite yeah i just got yours i'll send you one in the next few um did, so if you've used things so you've essentially yours would be closer to because like we said the core of the SID is basically acting cthulhu actually it's almost like dishonored because it's a six and six thing so it's more like star trek than acting cthulhu um so you've kind of used that core and then tweaked from that so it, essentially yours isn't like conan then I mean, rules wise, like um, it's it, it, it's okay. I have here. Here's my my top level view. There are six stats. There are six skills. Focuses yeah. are different. 
focuses are different from Conan. They're different from the the norm now. Different Ooh. Star Trek adventures. Focuses still play a role. Uh, they 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 still provide you with a narrow area of deep expertise, but mechanically they function differently. Um, and there are fewer fiddly combat options. Like there's no reach or anything like that. Um, <laughs> There are things, okay, here's the deal. If you've played Conan, if you've played Star Trek Adventures, if you've played Octon Cthulhu, you will see those either, there are, there are elements to the, the, the most core rules. There are elements from each of those that you will see either directly reflected or you will see as inspired by those, those different properties. But in terms of um, like level of, of mechanical specificity and detail like more like conan i'd i'm putting i'm trying to push this more toward octon cthulhu just to make it a little easier to manage at the table the last thing i want is something that runs slowly in fact there were some additions there were some things that i thought about adding you know i asked that question but you about the like a natural defense kind of and i just thought this is stupid this is just going to become fiddly at the table and fiddly at the table means slow at the table and if you yeah. want cinematic action and you have rules that are made for slow it ain't gonna work so yeah, what are you gonna you do ask, uh i mean that's why it all think i've got i've got quite a long list and the trouble is none of them are well that's not true i have a small thing because i put for acting cthulhu write things like more archetypes or more spells or more monsters or more briefings um, I don't think I could do the briefings. I think the other ones I could do, like I said, I quite like the idea of doing mon like classic, like, you know, almost hammer horror monsters and uh, fantasy monsters to use in acting Cthulhu. Um, because obviously the, the, the Cthulhu, the, the monsters in the books are all Cthulhu-esque, like they, like they should. Um, so I think that's there for like, when I want to, oh, I just want to release something, right. I'll get something done that's small and fits within that thing. Um, but everything else I've got is big because I've got like, you know, I'd like to do some supers rules, but I know a full blown supers rules is like, you know, hundred pages. So I want to try and work out how I can do a, like a more narrative version. So like I, I think I said this in, it'll be the last podcast. Um, so it might be the next podcast, depending on when this one comes out. Um, like kind of take how Marvel heroic or some of the power by the apocalypse games did a very narrative version of supers, which means you didn't need loads of complicated rules for every superpower. You just needed rules for, look, here's how you're going to run. But I can't even get my head around how that's going to run. Well, I, to be honest, I haven't sat down and really thought about it. So I need to, I want to do that. I'd like so to write some rules for sort of fantasy casting, how you could take the basic 2D20, like the SRD, um, and how you can do casting and then also spell creation rules. Yeah. So that it can kind of go, right, here's, here's an idea that if, if this is how the spell is going to work, this is how you can go away and make your own spells um, and then have like, you know, rote spells that do it. I'd like to do some cyberpunk stuff, which would mostly be taken. No, I'd make it more complicated than we've got now, but, you know, add, uh, add loads of cyber warfare and not cyber warfare, cyber. Hacking. No, not like, hacking. Horrible. Uh, the, no, the stuff that might, what's the other thing that makes it like the net the, running, the stuff like altering your body parts, but I can't think what it's called. Cybernetics. Thank you. It's like my flipping degree, and I can't remember the name. All right, your your mind is full of all kinds of useful things. Sometimes uh, the, use, the less useful so, things get pushed aside. Yeah, I quite like to do that. But I'm I'm thinking now that one of the first things I actually might do is is go through the SRD and rip out everything which isn't like a core rules and release a core rule booklet because I think that would be useful for people. If someone else does it first, then great. I mean, I don't. Um, and then I might do like a like 
both the opposite directions. So I might release like a narrative, right? Here's a version of, if you want a quick, more narrative version of 2D20, here's a 2D20 narrative version. And then go the other way and go, right, here's a version of 2D20 where you have way more skills. Um, here's and, like current crunchy, current narrative. Yeah. And, yeah. and kind of put those as three books. Because I don't, I think those are things I could do relatively quickly and abusive, and then I can build on it. Because then when I want to do cyberpunk rules, I've already got a set of slightly crunchier, 2d20 rules i could then base my cyberpunk rules on um i could take the narrative rules and then base my super rules on that so while i'm thinking of more background stuff i can do some like placeholder right you know rather than having to go well refer to the sid but it's a bit of a pain to read the sid i can refer people to another document that i've written which is will be easy to use and yeah. it'll just be, it'll be the sid but it'll be a i mean know, in, my, in effect what it sounds it. like is when Oh, years ago when White Wolf changed to, uh, you know, they, they put out the World of Darkness rule book just by itself, just yes. called World yeah, of yeah. Darkness. And that was just the thinner, just the rules. And then the idea was you'd buy these other like setting style books to play in the type of one that you wanted. That, that's clever. I yeah, like that. So I think I, think I, might, I might do that because that's something that I'm not having to think about how things work or background. I'm just having to go through yeah. SRD and go, want this rule, don't want this rule, want this rule. Well, think and about this. It is easier to innovate in general than to invent. And so taking the SRD and polishing it and arranging it in such a way that it's, it's easy to, to, to stomach, it's easier to, to read through and adding some examples to it, but not adding any creative content to it. That, that's a, I think that's a much easier lift than, um, than like, oh, here's my, here's my completely unique and novel setting. Yeah, well, good yeah. luck on novel, but. Well, the thing I want to work towards is I have this, I've got art and stuff for it and things is I've got this ridiculous, like multiversal setting yeah. called MOBA, because MOBAs are the things I play like League of Legends in. So I'll just call it MOBAverse. It's just easy, which will be like a multiversal loads of other, and everything crashes together. And so it would need, it needs everything. It needs cyberpunk roles and magic and cybernetics. And you mean it would spaceships. crash through rifts in space uh, and time to, uh, to come together? I don't think I'd have it all. I think the thing is every world would be different, but characters can go from one world to another. And okay. so then it, so then again, so, so talk has good rules for you go for it. Doesn't it good? Talk has rules for you go from one cosm into another one. And then some things might not work, but yeah. obviously the thing with that is they were all on earth and like rift is all on earth. I don't want everything in one set. And initially I want, here's a bunch of different sets you can play and you yeah. can go from one world to another. I might then dump a hole. Here's some weird, like you know place in the middle of nexus world where you can go from anywhere to the nexus and then to the nexus is just a big melange of all of this stuff thrown together but it means i need rules for everything else so before i yeah. even bother trying to attempt that i need all of the separate rules to yeah. exist to then be able to do that i think um, i really like the idea of putting together a most core this is not vanilla because that is a negative connotation but if there was something that would be positively vanilla, that's what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, I, th I think I'd call it, that's you know, clever. core. This is, this is, this is core. That will be the SRD yeah. with all of the alternates taken out. And then I think I will do a narrative version and I will do a crunchier version, which I may well just call crunchy 2D20 because, and then I might call the other one fluffy 2D20. Um, no, I won't. I'll call it narrative 2D20. <laughs> yeah, that's better. Crunchy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind the crunchy side. I call it fluffy just sounds good. Yeah. Well, cool. I like that. Uh, now everyone's going to listen to this and steal our great ideas. And well, I mean, think better. if someone steals my idea of just writing a core version of 2D20, 
it saves me the time of doing that it does so so go ahead yeah but if you're going to do it let us know first so then i don't waste time doing it if someone else is going to do it like i don't want to do this unless yeah yeah Yeah, it's like i'm gonna i think this will be useful and i know it'll be useful for me down the road because i won't because the srd you know it's a massive document sure it is I don't, I didn't need all of that for just a basic rule, but it'd be useful to have a basic rule thing. Then again, if I want to do another quick start thing to be able to go, all right, here's my, either throw it on the front of the document or just go refer to this other thing I've created. Um, you know, I took the entire SRD just verbatim, didn't do anything. I just, I took all the uh, word documents and I stitched them together and spit out a PDF. It's 213 pages long. I genuinely thought that when like I downloaded the new version of the SRD, I think I got it from drive through that it would have one PDF. So I was quite amazed when it was still separate PDFs for each chapter. I don't mind actually doing this work, developing this uh, this quick start that I did. Actually, in some ways, it was a little bit easier to not have to fish through the whole thing. I just like, okay, I need to, I, I need to take a look at these specific kinds of rules from there, you know, so I could just open up that one because I I knew where they were from. That actually made it a little bit easier. But I do think a a fully hyperlinked, uh, you know what I mean, to pop around inside it. Yeah, I know, but I can't think how I, I wouldn't know how to set that up at the moment. Well, do. because we're doing it in Word. If I was doing it not in Word, it'd be fine I'm actually, because I'm doing it in Word. I can't. I, I actually don't have a version of Word on my computer. I'm using Apple Pages. And Pages really makes it really easy to insert hyperlinks that then when you use Pages to export the thing as a PDF, the hyperlinks are still live. I have no idea if that'll work. What I need to try and do is see if I can get my affinity to run the InDesign stuff and try that and make it look fancy. But for the moment, Word's fine. So my work surprisingly well. I was quite quite happy that it actually compared to some other ones that have been a complete pain. yeah, it was a while because I haven't had to do that. everything I've done in Dungeon Master Guild. Like I've said to you, I've used a, yeah. I, I've used like a, a thing which creates documents with all of the uh, basically yeah, does slick. it in HTML and then just makes it look like a, something from D and D, and then yeah. you just press export PDF and it it looks they end it, up looking, it looks right. Yeah, those are just that, that's slick. So, well, let's do this. Let's go ahead and wrap, uh, and I will send you that invite so you can have a copy of the Judas Priest quick start for yourself. And then next week we'll talk about the, the, the next battle in the OGL war of 2023. Yeah. Thanks for listening or maybe watching if you're on YouTube, like we said, our next episode will be about the OGL war and check the show notes for links to the 2d 20 world builders page on drive through. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. You can visit our show's homepage at anchor.fm slash fluff and crunch. That's F-L-U-F-F-N-C-R-U-N-C-H. We would really appreciate feedback and reviews on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to this on. Thanks so much.